Life Audio. Welcome to Crosswalk Talk. I am your host, Michael Faust. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I can't wait for you to hear from our guest. Please note that the interview in this episode was previously recorded. Check out our show notes for more information. If you want to see this interview on video, then check out Crosswalk's YouTube channel, which is linked in today's show notes. Hey, Brandon, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're speaking with Brandon Purdy. He is vice president and head of theatrical distribution at Angel Studios. Brandon, I'm just, I've been amazed and excited simultaneously for you guys the past uh, couple of weeks. Uh, you guys have now crossed $90 million with Sound of Freedom. You have blown way past expectations of Hollywood, my own expectations, and I followed this industry for a long time. Did you think this was possible to do what you guys have done? You know, I, the movie, I felt confident we were going to succeed with the movie because the movie is good. It doesn't rely on a message or if you're this, then you'll, you need to come and support this film, um, fill in the blanks, but it's a good movie. It stands on its own. And I think sometimes, you know, that's a rare thing in this space. And so it's an amazing movie. Alejandro Monteverde is a genius, uh, the director of the film. And uh, and so we knew it was going to do well, but I mean, this is a once in a generation type film performance wise. And every day over last and every week over the past week, it just continues to grow and grow, which historically not accurate at all. You know, that doesn't happen very often. And so we can only find a couple films that have ever done this in July, but at the percentage we're doing it, we can't find another film. So like we're breaking records that the, the industry's never seen before. Yeah, so just to explain this, you can help me explain it as well because you're uh, an expert and I'm just kind of a novice at this. But Tim's, uh, films typically fall 30 to 50% week to week or weekend to weekend. And you guys have gone up. You guys have increased what you have, what you were bringing in in gross revenue from the first weekend to the second weekend. And as we talk, you're still going up. What do you attribute that to? There are lots of excellent films, you know. So it's more than just that. What do you think it is? Yeah, boy, I, I think that I think that any time that there are segments of the population that feel underserved and unheard, especially represented in spaces like entertainment or film or culture, I think when something is finally offered to that group or to just large segments of the population, I think people show up and then they talk and then they come back and the word of mouth has been incredible on the film. We, um, from post, from tracking from people leave the theater, we're finding out that 41% of people say that they're going to see it again in theaters and bring people back. Normally, if you're 13 to 15%, that's a high number, but it's 41%. So, I mean, people are just going back and back and back. And I think also that, that this is an issue and something that all people that want a better world can agree on that we need to protect children and that we need to create safe spaces and hold safe spaces for them. And I think when parents see this movie, you know, they, they want to bring people back to see this movie. And, and we're seeing that already quite often. The pay it forward model has been at least key to kind of giving you guys a, a boost on the front end. Give me your, uh, give me, for those who don't know what, what I'm talking about, what is the pay it forward mo- uh, model and how has it kind of helped you guys in the past few days? Yeah, so this is a technology that we pioneered on the release of His Only Son in theaters. Before, it's what took The Chosen from being 
an amazing show with a great audience to being a beloved show and a worldwide audience. So Pay It Forward has been very important to Angel Studios and the fan base. But theatrically, it's a way that people, when they see the movie, or we did a lot of people, a lot of people paid it forward even before the movie opened, just watching a trailer and saying, I want to buy tickets so that other people that can't afford to, or people who are on the fence about the movie or people in other countries or whatever it might be, can be able to see this movie in theater. So somebody sees the call to action. They can scan a QR code. It takes them to a page where they can buy tickets for other people. And then there's another page where people can go and redeem those tickets to be able to see the movie in theaters. And so this basically allows people who are fans of Angel, fans of the message, to kind of uh, continue to help further the movie and the message. Have you had other people call you, other studios, and ask, how can we do this? No, we haven't, but we have definitely received this from the industry, uh, Hollywood trades. We've received some astonishment to how how we're doing this and how it works. And and quite honestly, it's just good people wanting to spread the message. And I think I think we can all think about a film that we saw in theaters and a communal experience when it was over. We were we thought, I want to share this movie with more than just my friends. I want to be able to make it possible for everybody to see this movie. I know I have. And so I think right in that moment, people being able to buy tickets for other people. I know the theater chains are incredibly excited. I just had a long conversation with the guys over at Harkins Theaters. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it is driving box office and it is bringing people back into their theater. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those innovations where I've been doing this for 20 years. And I think this is the first time I would say, this is a game changer. This is something that innovates the industry forever. Yeah, because I think what you're talking about is there might be other segments of society that have that desire for other people to see a movie, but it's, it seems like it is unique among the faith and the faith audiences. It's kind of like, it's certainly not tithing, but it's, it's kind of a cousin of it. Of course, you, you see something and you just want to help it. You want, you want to help to get that message out and want other people to see it. And I've had movies like that as well, like you say. What is, the, what is the future for Sound and Freedom? Where, where do you guys go from here? So we're preparing. We're far into our preparations and plans. We're announcing dates here in the next few days about Latin America. We'll have a big premiere in Mexico. The director and the producer, um, Alejandro Monteverde and Eduardo Barasagui, they are both Mexican-American gentlemen. And so we'll have a, a sizable premiere there. We're getting a lot of uh, intrigue. That's that's probably the most unique thing about this film. It's not just in the U.S. I mean, we're getting hundreds of requests from distributors in foreign countries and people who want to bring the film and calls for interviews and publicity in countries where we haven't spent a, a penny in marketing yet. So it's spreading the world over. And uh, that's our plan is we're going to roll this thing out internationally. And then our plan here domestically is to keep to stay on screens. Uh, the theaters have been so supportive. The big three and, and the mid-level theater chains, the mom and pops, they're keeping us on screen uh, this next weekend with two big films coming out. We're actually increasing our screen count again, and we'll increase our screen count again on the 28th. And so our plan here is just to, is just to keep going as far as we possibly can. You know, we see every dollar at the box office as more awareness creating more safety for kids and more awareness for adults and parents. And so we're going to go as far as we can here in the U.S. and then internationally 
it's looking like this thing is just going to be wildfire all over internationally. I just want to give you a, a moment to, um, I guess, give your thoughts on there. You know, there, you had social media rumors the past week that one of those chains was kind of trying to, I guess, dampen some of the enthusiasm and maybe even push fans away. But, but you're saying that the, the chains have been solid partners with you guys. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. It's been unbelievable. So normally this process of bringing all the theater partners on and working with them, it's a six to eight month process. We felt that we should go after Angel Studios felt like we should release this film on July 4th, very passionately. And the industry said, that's a bad time. There's all these huge movies and, and we felt like it was our time. So we charged forward and in two months we um, went out, we went to CinemaCon, met with all the big theater chains. We went and, and screened the film for all of them at their corporate offices. And, uh, you know, AMC, Cinemark, and Regal came on board right away. Harkins, I mean, they immediately came on. They know their market well. And Malco and Marcus. And, I mean, it just, the theaters came on. And then the best part about this is is that we pre-sold $10 million before opening day. Mm-hmm. In pre-sales, not not pay it forward, but pre-sales through the theater's box offices. So at that point, everybody wanted to get on board because they knew that it was going to perform. And really, the Angel audience, the people that support The Sound of Freedom, they have just been amazing. They've driven the success at, at every turn and made it easy for the theaters to really get behind the film when they're selling tickets. And then, you know, the the other films didn't perform as as forecasted. And it's just, it feels to me a little bit like miracle after miracle to be able to just continue like these films don't perform at the level they were supposed to, you know, just so many things that have happened and really have come together to make this just a kind of a cultural phenomenon, especially. What what was the final, uh, what did you guys gross from first week to second weekend was first weekend and second weekend? Was it around 37%? What was the final number? It's yeah, it's, it's right around 40% is where we ended up being, being up. So it was the weekend, a weekend or 37, it was closer to 40, closer to 40. Yeah. I think reported where you're seeing in the different trades, it's probably around 37, but the hard number is about 40%. Yeah. And just to kind of re-add and drill that down for folks who don't follow this industry, it's most movies lose 30 to 50%. And that's usually a, probably a, a good look, good first or second weekend. Cause some, some movies go down 60 to 70% if they're yeah. kind of bombing, but you guys went up. That's just unbelievable. Yeah, the, uh, I remember a lot of films have dropped, you know, sixty to seventy percent um, after yeah. the opening week. Especially the wider you go, the bigger yeah. that drop that drop is to be expected. 
But yeah, so to be wide, to to add, we added 410 screens going into our second week. But we thought that if we only were off by 10%, it'd be a massive success against a big movie like uh, that came out last weekend. And and we were up 40% all weekend long. I kept checking the numbers to make sure that I wasn't yeah. looking at the wrong page. But yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely excited. The audience just, it's insatiable. I mean, they, we, we, out of our 3,265 screens, we were ranked number one in 1,495 locations outgrossing Mission Impossible. We were ranked mm. number two in 1,500 of our locations. Mm. So, I, I mean, almost 2,900 of our theaters, we were ranked number three or higher. And when that happens, you just have to say, this no longer is our movie. This is the audience's movie. It's the people's movie. And the angel's been able to get it to that place where it can just start to grow exponentially. Yeah, I was uh, on my, I, I sometimes uh, in my spare time, I like to go on a Fandango and, and the Fandango app. And on that app, you can actually, you know, see your local theater and, and if there are tickets for sale and, you know, you can pick the spot you want to sit in. And, and last night, the the two early screenings for Sound and Freedom they were either sold out or nearly sold out. It's just it's a phenomenon that's that's everywhere uh, in America. Finally, I, if, if you can just tell me how once you guys get past Sound and Freedom, and I, I know you probably don't want to talk about that, but you have other movies that are coming out in the future. How how does having this core audience of Angel Studios supporters, Angels, and this pay it forward model, how does that benefit you guys? Because You've done it now with, you know, you had a, a release of The Chosen. Of course, that's kind of a, it's a little beast. You had that last December, I think. And then you had His Holy Son. And now you've had Sound of Freedom. And all of those have been, have been great successes on their own opening weekend. How does that help you guys on opening weekend to kind of know you have this core audience that's supporting what you do? Yeah, I mean, it even kind of starts a little bit earlier. The way that no, no, no film can be greenlit by an executive at Angel Studios. It, it is we have a guild that's made up of a hundred thousand people who have invested in our different projects and they vote and it has to, it has to score a very high level for us to say that it can either move on to crowdfunding or that, that it will get distribution theatrically. So the guild chooses that the audience chooses that, so to speak, they chose his only son to go theatrically. They chose sound of freedom. They voted on it. We have a documentary coming up in October it's called After Death, and that movie uh, scored high. We have a movie called The Shift coming out in December. That movie was one of the first homegrown that came to us as a concept and is now in post-production to, and will be in theaters uh, beginning of December. And then, yeah, so I mean, it just having that to me is what the industry doesn't have. I think there's far too much aspirational product development, too many people saying this is what an audience should want. And what the Guild solves is, Actually, not just saying, I think the audience wants this or, or catering to, you know, a movie, a superhero movie comes out and then 3,000 other superhero movies come out, right? But the audience saying, this movie, this is a concept and an idea that we want. And, and then they put their money behind it. So it goes into crowdfunding. So by the time we come to opening weekend, we're not going to the theater to find out whether we have an audience. We're going with the audience that already voted for the project to go to Angel already helped get it to be crowdfunded. We're going to the theater to celebrate with a, with a built community that's passionate about the project. And that's why we're having these successes, really. I mean, that's that's uh, what's so unique about Angel. And that's why filmmakers, quite honestly, are, are flocking to the model because they get a fair shake. The audience gets to vote and decide. And I just think that the, you know, 
the wisdom of the crowd, the wisdom of the audience is uh, what drives box office. And it should be what helps to drive product, you know, uh, film development and what movies are getting made. So I think that every movie that we release, we build our audience, we build our market, more like-minded people come along that want to support it. Each film that's about a different subject matter or different content diversifies that audience. And so, yeah, I, I think that Angel, the, the, the audience is the real benefit that the real blessing that Angel has is to be able to march into these films, knowing the audiences already support him. And uh, yeah, like we saw with the chosen two theatricals, uh, like we saw with his only son and like we saw with sound of freedom every single time so far, the industry has said, we are so surprised. We didn't see this coming. And hopefully shortly down the road that they'll be looking for angel studio films to succeed because the audience keeps showing up and keeps supporting them. And, and I think to me, that's, that's the biggest thing is having that constant conversation with the audience is, is really important and really not done, especially in the theatrical space to be having this dialogue with the audience and them kind of deciding what comes out, which seems, you know, seems like a no brainer. Seems like that's what we should be doing. Um, it's more entertaining folks. It seems obvious, but it's groundbreaking and it's changing the industry. I agree with you with, with what you said. I, I like superhero movies, but I don't like 3,000 hero <laughs> movies. That's a, yeah. a good line. You need to use that somewhere else. Uh, we've been speaking to Brandon Purdy. He's the vice president and head of theatrical distribution for Angel Studios. And, uh, Brandon, congratulations again, and thanks for joining me. Well, thank you for having me, and God bless. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That's how we help more people just like you find the show. A big thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. See you next time. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.